Yeah, here. We're fine. Hey everybody, welcome to Get in the Garage. This is Luke. I'm here solo this week. Michael got forced into work. So we thought we'd do something a little different. Uh, this is what we're going to call uh, Get in the Shed. A little uh, mini episode, maybe I'm going to aim maybe like 20 minutes here to uh, kind of, well, the idea is going to be different every time, but this one is going to be kind of fun. I gave Michael two albums to listen to that I had also never listened to. And uh, I want to know what he thinks about it, and uh, I'm going to find out when I listen to his Get in the Shed mini episode. So, um, you know, the albums that we're going to be talking about are um, Damn, Damn, Damned, the debut album by The Damned, um, and another record called, um, what actually is it called now that I forget about it? It's called uh, We Became Snakes by Saccharin Trust. Um, two kind of different records, but, um, I will tell you first of all why I wanted to listen to both of these records. Um, Saccharin Trust, um, is a band that I had never heard of before I had listened to, uh, this book, uh, Our Band Could Be Your Life, and, um, you know, I started researching a lot of Black Flag stuff, a lot of SST record bands, and, uh, Saccharin Trust, you know, were one of those bands that always kind of, like, kept coming up, um, you'd, uh, like, I'd read anything about SST records, and they'd be like, oh yeah, Saccharin Trust, played Black Flag, played with the Meat Puppets, played with the Minutemen, uh, that kind of deal, so, um, I wanted to hear what it was like, um, so, I tried out the record, um, We Became Snakes, like we're going to talk about right now, and um, I was kind of, it was definitely way different than I thought it would be. I, um, I thought it was going to be more like mm, 80s emo-y, like that was like my, I don't know why I thought that, like the name first of all, um, and second of all, it was like, um, I just thought maybe it was more like post-hardcore emo, like, um, and then I kind of, I, I, I put the record on before I even, like, really read about the band, because, like, everything you hear, like, they're, like, a band on SST that was around, like, in the early days, too, um, like, early 80s, and, like, still, there's not, like, a ton of, like, they're not, like, yeah, this band, you know, it's not, like, talked about, like, Black Flag and the Meat Puppets by any means, I don't think, um, maybe in some circles, but... I, I'm someone that's, like, just kind of exploring that whole vibe, um, and, you know, it's it's been interesting, it's been a lot of fun exploring, like, early 80s, post-hardcore, and, like, more earlier, I guess, hardcore stuff, you know, all that weird music that was kind of independent music that was getting, uh, you know, created in the 80s, um, and a lot of it that I've been, like, listening to, some of it's a little bit challenging for me, I'll definitely say that, like, uh, by the mid-80s, like, the Meat Puppets drums get a little more, like, almost, like, drum machine-y produced, and it sounds a bit weird, uh, even though I've been really into the Meat Puppets from, like, those kind of bands that I've been listening to. Um, I also have to say that, you know, listening to music, new music, um, can be challenging, um, you know, not a lot of people really actually like listening to new music um 
you know, it's 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 very challenging. Just like I'm finding speaking all by myself in this mini episode a bit, you know, challenging. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to fill. Uh, it's hard to like let new things in. We don't like change, right? Um, and like even just this, like talking into the mic, like I've never done that before by myself for a large amount of time. Like it's having a conversation with yourself, it's not something you really do. Like, uh, let's be straight. Like, you know, if you're talking out loud to yourself, um, most people think you're crazy. So like even doing this format for me is a bit strange, even though like YouTubers do it all the time. Um, it's just, it's very different. Um, not having, you know, another human here. So in the end, let me relate that back to now listening to something new, like listening to new music. Um, it's, you know, a lot of people don't like it, like in the car, like no new music in the car. Like, uh, when you're with other people, it gets a little, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know if you like it. So how I get like nervous if they, this is more of my personal feelings now. They don't know if they're going to like it. So I usually don't listen to like new music with other people around. So that's like the first one because you know, really what it is, is I love music. So like, if like something offends somebody else, I don't really like to play it. You you feel me? Like a lot of people don't like jazz. Some people don't like, you know, punk music, whatever. It's, you know, I, whatever's least, most least offensive. Um, as far as listening to music, new music goes too, I think a lot of people kind of just like find like a lane and it might fit their identity of who they are and not to sound like kind of crash, cr- crass. I don't even know if that's a word, whatever. Not the blunt about it, but a lot of people identify with who they are by the music they listen to. Uh, example, punks listen to punk, you know what I mean? It becomes their identity. It come, you know, you have an outfit to wear, and that's not a bad thing. It is, you know, it's it's like right on, man. Like if you're a punk rocker, be a punk rocker. It's, you know, I got nothing to say about it. I just like listening to a bunch of stuff that's not so, you know, that I like to explore. I'm one of those people. Um... Another thing for me listening to, like, even, like, uh, some musics is, like, um, I guess, like, not maybe, like, the fidel. I Obviously, I talked about this in the show before, but, like, drum fidelity, like, 80s stuff. Like, if I'm, like, in that era, I think I avoid it maybe, like, just because I already have this pre- preconceived notion that a lot of the drums in the 80s, like, are just, like, not my thing at all. Um, it's an electronic thing, and it, it's... It really takes it away from a lot of stuff for me. So anyway, now that I kind of said laid that down, I'm gonna rambled really. I'm gonna talk to you about Sacron Trust. So Sacron Trust, SST Records, um, they're one of the early bands that's around. I just kind of want to talk about this record. Like we became snakes. Um, I didn't listen to anything else by them, so I can't really tell you what their other stuff sounds like. But this record, um instantly it started and i was like oh this is experimental um the vocal delivery on the first song and most of the songs on this record um i'm just gonna do the invitation it kind of was delivered like this with a strong talking like you know um and it was rather poetic and um more like uh maybe like early like early spoken word kind of vibe like the that's how the lyrics were like early like spoken word kind of stuff um the attitude um and like the guitar sound the guitar sounds kind of sounded like a bit greg guinea um it the album of the of a whole is definitely like post like a post hardcore vibe but like 
jazz post-hardcore. So, like, right, I laid that out. And there's also, like, you know, sax. there's saxophone in it. Um, so you get this kind of, like, saxophone with that, like, spoken word, hardcore. It's like a hardcore punk spoken word. Like, that's what it is. Um, and you kind of get, like, these swinging, chaotic, heavy drums. Um, like, you know, they're, like, they're swinging. There's a lot of good, like, Tom Phil stuff going on. Um, a lot of swing on the ride. Um, it was definitely a post-hardcore record to me. That's what it like sounded like, but also very jazz-facing. There was a uh, jazz guitar, um, jazz saxophone, and I found those records to actually be enjoyable. Like um, I, in, in saying this, I also know that it was quite abrasive at times. Um, it wasn't like it like it, there wasn't like a you know like a good like pop chorus there's no like pop chorus on this record at all um the first song like starts with, like a, a guitar kind of like making like uh improvised um you know runs on this kind of scale kind of thing um and the song is called we became snakes um you know named after the album and the, or the song named after the album one of the two um and that kind of it, it builds in, and it kind of like you know gets like a good groove working in that like kind of works off the guitar line that came in. Um, I find I found it to be just like almost like um, like when I listened to it, I didn't really have to pay attention to it because it was so jazzy and all over the place. It kind of like just gave you an um like a, an ambiance to sit in. Um, it's kind of like that, that kind of record where like, I didn't feel pressured to like really even listen to like the vocals cause they were already like our, or like the words themselves that he was, you know, saying, because it was almost like it, it, the, the musicians, you know, the drum, bass, guitar, saxophone kind of stuff had, has set the mood so much that when the vocals had come in, it kind of just added like another kind of that kind of instrument because it wasn't like a melodic singing ever. It was, you know, a lot of like spoken word kind of stuff. Um, but at that, it was very, you know, the 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 lyrical content ended up, you know, kind of being more of like a bleak, you know, uh, kind of, you know, a lot of like emotional, um, yeah, like emotionally based. Um Man, I hope this podcast is making sense. Because, <laughs> I mean, I've never talked like this into a microphone. So it's uh, it's a bit, you know, you, I'll be talking over here. And I'm like, did that make sense what I just said? You know, no one really has conversations with themselves. So, I mean, I guess a lot of people are podcasting now. So I guess they do have a lot of conversations with themselves and YouTube, like I said earlier. But all right, moving on from that tangent. Um, The real, like, when this one kicked in for me, like, oh, this is like, has uh awesome like excessively i mean i don't know it sounds like straight up like a like a bad like, i don't know like a simple not bad simple jazz song like frankie on a pony um it, it was cool to hear like a rock band set into like a jazz um kind of kind of place and in the guitar you know is all disjointed it gives you that but it also gives you like a normal like saxophone playing over like a jazz beat um, and it was fun. I, I kind of found, found the record to take like a lot of twists and turns. Is it something I'd listen to again? I don't know. Like, that's the question I found myself, you know, thinking about like, uh, the last song, even like belonging to October, I think that was an acoustic one, right? 
yeah i just played like two seconds of it but um yeah like that one was more of like a a normal kind of song i i i I really like this record um i think i'm going to listen to it again like last night was my first time listening to it ever um and then i kind of listened to like half of it again but I really I liked it. Um, there's also like a live album I saw they did that was like completely improvised, and that like interests me greatly. So that's like another thing I can't wait to listen to. Um, and as far as like my thought about it, I I really liked it. I thought that it fit in well. Um, if you're on like, cause I've been on the, like a, the Black Flag SST kick, like I was saying. Um, and there's a lot of great like original Celtic bands on that label for the time period, like. Uh, I mean, obviously, Black Flag, you, you got, like, um, the hardcore stuff, and then, you know, Punk, the hardcore kind of damaged album, and then you have, like, My War, which gets, like, heavier and more progressive and metally and sludgy. Um, Saccharine Trust seems like they're, they're kind of, like, uh, post-punk um, jazz uh, outfit of, and I, I think that's really cool. They fit in well, like, where the Meat Puppets kind of had their, like, psychedelic, like, uh, like neo punk kind of thing going on um you know you have the the minutemen on the, the the label you know making like very fast kind of like more jazzy punk as well um to saccharine trust and you know as i read up on the band too they were very close to the uh the minutemen uh con- you know contributed like songwriting and, and like uh guitar parts and stuff um i think the singer of saccharine trust also um did the art for the um was that called the howler uh nope i'm gonna look it up for you guys real fast before i forget what it is um i think it's called howl or scream uh by the meat nope by the minutemen hold on everybody i'm googling Man, this Googling's taking longer than I thought. <laughs> uh-uh. Man, it's taking me a long time for me to uh, get this information. Oh, Buzzer Howl. That's what it's called. Uh, Bunder- Buzzer Howl under the influence of heat. Yeah, the singer of Saccharin Trust uh, did the artwork of that Uh EP and that's uh I couldn't remember the name of it but it's got that great picture of uh D Boone and Mike Watt uh Mike Watt having a uh screaming match at each other there's a bunch of stuff floating around in the air um it's really cool so uh check that out that's uh the singer Saccharin Trust I believe the singer uh did the art for that so um anyway yeah Saccharin Trust it fits in great with all those bands on the label I I really like dig that whole like vibe um, like I was saying last week on the podcast too, I like, a, uh, like a rock and roll, like, like a myth, like a good story kind of to go with it. Um, and you know, there's a lot of great stuff around, uh, SST records and all the great bands that they were putting out. All those bands are just like highly creative and really different. Um, there's a lot of good stories and like, just kind of like piecing them all together though. They kind of have like the same vibe and energy, like black flag sounds way different than like you know, uh, like, like, the Meat Puppets, but at the same time, like, they're all on the same label, and they were kind of all, like, p- listening to each other, incubating, like I said, like, the Saccharin Trust record, it did sound, like, a, a bit like Black Flag at times, when, like, Black Flag would play, like, an instrumental kind of jam, and, um, the kind of, like, atonal guitar soloing, um, and all that stuff, 
so what I'm really trying to say with this is I wanted to listen to this to get a fuller sound of that time and period of uh, uh, of the record label SST and this band really uh, created like an, like another. I was like, oh, that was also going on. Like, you know what I mean? Because even like like you see the back of a punk rocker's jacket, right? And you got black flags, patch, your dead Kennedys, your circle jerks, and so like even me growing up like i'm thinking like okay all those bands are you know dead kennedy's from san francisco black flags from uh hermosa beach uh circle jerks you know kind of same deal um so you kind of get all these bands so you think like okay well maybe the, all these bands are just like playing together and the, the germs like i don't know like are, maybe they're all just like kind of in the same scene right like and they all play together or whatever but then you then you take a step back and i and i because i didn't know the history and now that i'm reading up you're like oh black flag played with saccharine trust Saccharine Trust has like a jazz saxophone, so you're like, it, it makes the the like the like the punk rock scene like that they were creating was just so diverse and different, and I can clearly see that a lot of what goes on in the indie world today is like derived right out of that Black Flag and that record label, and you know how they were able to you know sign bands like saccharine trust who who got to make a live album like that i guess i haven't listened to yet but i'm excited to that is all improvised you know what i mean like a post-hardcore improvised uh jazz punk record it just sounds interesting and i can't wait to hear it um as for uh you know the record that i'm reviewing or not reviewing but like just saying how i feel about it i don't know this is not a review of it i don't really like I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I don't know if I could, like, review over it. I mean, I guess I could, but, you know. What is a review? Good or bad, I guess? It's just someone's opinion, but... Uh, Saccharine Trust, We Became Snakes. It's um a really cool record, and um if you're... I, I think it's cool, too, like like I said. Like, look it up, like, the bands that are around in that period, and, and like, maybe listen to this one, and and knowing the history, like, that you may know, it might add, like, a new kind of uh, perspective on what was going on. Um, so, yeah. Again, I hope that didn't sound like a giant rambling fest. Uh, it probably did, but what are you going to do? Also, I don't know how long I've been recording, so that's, you know. Anyway. The second uh, record I wanted to talk about... Oh, also, guys, I really wanted to make Mike listen to that last record because he's going to hate it. That's what I think. I thought he was really going to hate it or, like, you know... I don't know. So we'll see. I told him to listen to it and talk about it, and I really do think he will not enjoy it at all by any means. He It might grow on him a little bit, but... Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be his vibe at all. Um, so let's see, guys. Let's see. Um other record I want to talk about was Damn Damn Damned by the Damn. Um So this record too okay, like even growing up, you know, I would be like, oh you know, like punk music, you know, whatever. Um uh, but the damned were just like never on my radar, like at all. Maybe like a little bit, but on the other hand too, like <sighs> there wasn't a ton of opportunity there wasn't a ton of opportunity for like me when I was a kid to go to the record store. Um, like that would know who the damned were. Like the ones that the record stores I went to were like FYE, like, and it's a mall store. And I don't even know if they, when I was a kid, that they carried damned records. Um, or where I, I would even got like the reference to look it up. Um, you know, it's not like there was somebody on my television telling me to listen to the damned. Like, you know, it's, it just didn't happen. Um, and, 
on top of that, as far as like that kind of music goes, like the early first wave of punk, um, I always was an American guy. I, I obviously I am American, but um, I never like got on with the Sex Pistols thing. Um, like it just didn't jive with me as much as the Ramones did. The Ramones jive with me way more. Um, I get it more. It has uh like the Little Richard vibe way more. Uh, so I kind of go with that. I mean, I'll I'll go more with the, the Ramones. Um, I mean, early uh the Dead Boys, that kind of stuff. Uh, Richard Hell and the Voidoids. I'd I'd much rather listen to early American punk, the Germs, like uh you know even like Dead Can. I mean that's getting a little bit later there, but um, I enjoy those bands, the American bands much more. So. When I kind of tried the Sex Pistols and I didn't like it, I kind of like everything from the UK. I was like, eh, whatever. Um, you know, I was wrong because obviously I put on – okay, so the reason I, I ended up getting getting on with this record, like finally giving it a shot is um, – my girlfriend had me watch this movie. Again, I don't watch a lot of movies, guys, because obviously I'm listening. I'm trying to listen to records, like, most of the time. So it's not that I don't like movies. It's just that it's not really my thing. I'm, I think I'm too obsessed with listening to records. Like, I've dived so deep into there that it's just, like, not something I seek out unless it's maybe, like, a topic I'm interested in, you know, kind of, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but she put on this movie when we first started dating um, – an Edgar Wright film. It's called Baby Driver. It's probably really popular. I don't really know if it is, but um, it had the song "Neat Neat Neat" by The Damned, and when it came on, I was like, "What song is this?" It blew my mind. I'd never heard it, um, and this is only last year. Like, and that's what I love about music. Still blows my mind. Um, and so I stepped a little bit into it. But I think I, like, just wasn't, like, ready for it yet. I knew it was good, but I just wasn't ready to, like, get into it again. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think, like, two or three nights ago, we uh, were watching Scott Pilgrim. And we're like, oh, man, that movie is great because I do like that movie, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And uh, she was like, I want to watch another Edgar Wright film because he did that film as well. And uh, we ended up putting on... Um, Baby Driver, and that song came on again, and I was like, oh, I'm going to download that song and listen to it, um, that album and listen to it at work, like, we, a couple times in a row, give it, like, a good shakedown, um, and man, I really, 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 really love this album, I can't even, I'm, like, gushing about it, um, first of all, like, if you were asking me what song, like, do I listen to first? Obviously, it's neat, neat, neat. It's the first song in the record. It's high energy, um, has great guitar. Um, the vocal delivery is amazing. Um, it, it Sonically, it sounds like this. It has, like, energy of the Stooges. It's more put together. They, they're much, I, I mean, they're tighter than the Stooges, definitely. Uh, the vocals... It's more like high-energy punk. It's definitely got more of a punk vibe to it. Like, the drums are punkier. The drums aren't doing, like, the Bo Diddley beat thing like the Stooges kind of do. Um, it's definitely, like, hard, fast driving forward. Um, so it's definitely got that vibe to it. And the, the guitar throughout the record was what I really loved, too, because it had some, like, great 
goddamn licks in it like just ripping like neat 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 has like some of the best like licks on the record um it's amazing it's i I, i'm just like i'm gushing like i keep saying it's amazing because i mean i could listen to it over and over and over again i really really liked it um another song i like uh obviously is the other single off of it uh new rose um Oh my gosh, I, I, it was, you know, just a, I got a new rose, you know, as far as like punk singles go, like that one like blew me away. And I mean, I really only like kind of gave this album a fair shake like two days ago. I've listened to it last year when I first kind of got into it, but not enough to like be like, oh, I'm obsessed with this. Like this week I really got obsessed. The thing I, I really liked about this record too, like the vibes it threw off for me were definitely uh, T-Rexy vibes too. Like New Rose had like a T-Rexy vibe, you know, um, to me. It also like had like Bowie textures kind of coming off of it, like the lyrical content, especially on songs like uh, like Fan Club. Um, that, like that for me, like the vocal delivery on that one was very Bowie-y. Um, uh, it even or like feel the pain too. Like that had like a really like I don't know like a, that one that was like more of like a Iggy influence, but it kind of has that like um, Bowie influence, but like new punk f- like feel of like um, I guess even like raw power where it's got like the more of the, the kind of stuff going. Um, it actually speaking of the Stooges, the the closing song "I Feel All Right" is the cover of 1970 uh, by the Stooges, so it's definitely got that influence right up in your face. Uh, but what I really thought was cool about this record is like a song like "Fan Club," the second song in the album. So you get neat, 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 super fast, hard driving, great guitar solo, um, and then "Fan Club" is more of like a um, a slow song, like dum 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 dum. dum it was just slower like the vibe instantly changed um and that's why i think this record is i mean people say it's a classic that's probably why they think i mean that's that's probably one of the things going for it it's not an atone i i mean it can be kind of it's got the same vibe throughout it but it's got different feels like it's got slow and fast it's not like a punk record where every song is like all fast uh same with why i think like the ramones first album is good it's got i want to be your boyfriend on it um, a slow song, so it has texture. You know what I mean? It's not all one flavor. There's a, you know, even though the Ramones are one flavor, it's got it. There's uh, distinctions in in the style. Um, and fan club, it was you know, you know, like the cigarette line in the beginning. Everything for it was like it's got everything going for it. Um, stab you in the back with like. It's got two. It's almost got like answer, not answer songs, but like almost like it like uh got has Ramonesy like answerings. Like stab you in the back could be like beat on the brat. Like you know what I mean? Like that kind of, or maybe it's like a play off the idea. Um, this is seventy seven. Uh, this record came out, and uh, for the record, the Ramones is seventy six. Um, so. I mean that that's what I kind of I was like stab you in the back being in the brat uh even like you know born to kill uh you know born to lose uh heartbreakers but I don't know you know I I don't know like what heard what but I like the um like the vibe was still kind of all the same 
Um, this is a record I think I'm going to go back to over and over and over and over again. It goes very well with the Stooges, like I said. Um, Buzzcocks, uh, it, it goes well with the Buzzcocks. I think it's got that kind of like UK uh, style going. You know, like to like, I mean, I don't know if you listen to the show and you have like a, a UK punk band that kind of sounds like the Damned and the Buzzcocks, like send it to me. Because uh, I mean, I, obviously, like we're we're talking about listening to, mu- to new music or music we haven't listened to yet um, in this short little podcast I'm doing right here. And I would be interested because um, the Sex Pistols totally like put me off because it all seemed like it was all about like style over like what the substance was where I felt like when I had listened to the Ramones at a young age, the Ramones were like, you know, I don't want to go down to the basement because it's scary. And that was like vibing more with me because that was like a inward emotional uh, like weakness kind of thing um, that I kind of got on with more than being like, yeah, it's pretty vacant around here. And I was just like, I don't get what that is, but I am afraid to go to the basement. So like that, that's why like in the spitting and like the snottiness never like jived with me. I always, I got on better with like, even like the Dead Boys, Sonic Reducer has a great guitar solo, the drum break in the middle. It sounds like an Iron Maiden song, you know, before that was like, you know, the... Yeah, I mean, th- that song sounds, it's more like a metal song, even. So, like, that's what I mean. I got on more with that vibe. Um, so, anyway, if you, and I, and like, as of lately, you know, I'm, I'm getting more into like, like, uh, probably like three years ago, uh, I gave, you know, Buzzcock singles going steady, like, uh, a fair shot. And I was like, oh my God, I was an idiot. This is one of the best records, you know, I've ever listened to. Um, but now the damned has like, you know, proven that again. So to the whole, like, now I kind of want to see if there's anything else good out there. If I was like really wrong about it. Um, cause maybe, you know, I'm missing out. Like even to more, like I've listened to like Elvis Costello, but that's, I mean, that's, I don't think that's punk at all. Like by any means, um, <laughs> you know, it's got the added, like people back in the day, like you read like articles and they would lump Elvis Costello up with like all the punk guys. But um, I don't think he was in that vibe or in that vein nearly at like to the extent, you know, of like the punk scene. Um, so anyway, I hope this episode sounds cohesive because um, I'm not too sure uh, about talking into a microphone, like I've said, like three or four times. So anyway... Saccharine Trust, if you like Black Flag, if you like jazz, if you like post-hardcore, um, and The Damned, if you like music. So, that's what I really think. Uh, the Damned, accessible for anybody. Try it out. Um, ripping guitar. If you like ripping guitar and cool rock and roll and smoking cigarettes and driving fast, this record's for you. Damn, damn, damned. Check it out. Um, Saccharine Trust, if you like jazz, post-hardcore, Black Flag. All that good stuff. SST Records. Um, And yeah, this was uh, my mini episode, Get in the Shed. Let me know what you think. Did it come out okay? Um, Did I ramble too much? Um, Did what I said even make sense about the records? Um, Because I tried real hard. It's kind of hard to uh, keep the ball rolling the whole time. Um, So besides that, I'd like to tell everybody that uh, I'm appreciative of you listening. Um, you should check out our Instagram, Get in the Garage. Uh, check me out on Instagram. I'm at Julius Records. 
Um, yeah, and you can find me posting vinyl all the time. And you can see when I went on a dig or something. Like today I got uh, Blue Cheers' first record. I went to Antique Store today. I got Blue Cheers' first record, um, you know, which is pretty cool. Hard and heavy. Uh, I got a Donny Hathaway record. Um, and, oh, this record by uh, this dude, Robert Ellis. Robert Ellis Oral, who is the father of uh, the brothers in the band, Jeff the Brotherhood, who I'm, like, obsessed with. So I found that record by their father, who runs their record label, uh, Infinity Cat Records, and uh, I bought it today because he was a uh, recording artist in the 80s. So, you know, pretty interesting dollar buy. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening to me talk about those records. Uh, get in the garage, Instagram. Uh, listen to Mike's mini episode. Yeah, and uh, rock on. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Make sure to share, like, and subscribe to the Get in the Garage podcast, now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, and a bunch more. Uh, You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or email us directly at getinthegaragepodcast at gmail.com for any questions or topics you might like to hear us cover. Thanks again, guys. See you next time. Get in the garage.